right. And we got we got four mainly seconds because we're live. That's too much counting. No, I'm just saying I put a timer on it, so now you guys kind of have an under. Don't you? Oh my god, I fucking hate this. Mainly, game. it's mostly my fault because I will start a tangent in a fucking yes, heartbeat. Yes, and then when someone tries to rope it back in, you interrupt them. Yeah, I have a bad. Okay, so can we at least be honest, Dylan? I earlier said the first thing I so I listened to the podcast and I called Dylan. I was like, dude, two I things. Stop interrupting One, people. we talked about the movie for maybe twelve minutes out of sixty-four minutes. We're live. Maybe. And then I was like, oh, I interrupt way too much. Yay, I opened a beer without spilling it on my desk. Strong. Look at me go. I'm so proud. I just farted. I just farted. I can't tell if it was the kid or me. I'm so glad that we're all doing things that are impressive. Jeff, what are you doing that's impressive? Nothing. You know what? That's that's impressive all of of itself, you know? Doing absolutely nothing. I mean, last week you were doing absolutely everything. I was doing a lot. See, see, I now think, we've had I this think my haunt. house. I think my house is haunted. If you that's look, actually okay. No, because if you watch my camera, I keep getting like little orbs just flying around. I noticed it last week too. Are, Are you, you high? high? No, 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 I'm not oh, high. Wow. Have you seen them too, Jeff? Yeah, you had one. There's one vertically. Yeah, you just saw down. that one. That's the one yeah. that I, I just saw. I just saw that one actually. Yeah, I don't, dude. I'm telling you, I think my house is haunted. That's actually really cool. I know. We we have a ghost. His name's Harold. I haven't named my ghost. Let's let's okay. Let's do that. Let's start the podcast with that. Let's name my ghost. Okay. Well, what does your ghost look like? I don't know. I've never seen him. All I know is that he's an orb. It could be a sheep. We don't know. Sasha. Sasha? I'm down Sasha. for Sasha. Okay, Sasha, if it's a female, we need Simon. Simon and Sasha? No, I don't like Simon. You don't like Simon? Okay. I feel like it has Just to be an S. It's go either way. Yeah, Sasha, you can go either way with Sasha. That's true. Sasha could go either way. I had a teacher named Sasha. I didn't like him. Well, then oh, there you go. Wow. If it's an asshole, a male gender. And if it's cool, it's a female <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's Probably been pretty. Ch- it, it's a pretty chill ghost. I never really, never really bugs with me. So there you go. We'll find Sasha. Okay, well, you now have a ghost named Sasha, and now if you got a lot more activity, then you will know they do not like the name Sasha. Yeah, no, maybe next week we have to rename <laughs> the ghost. Oh uh, man, the that board for the from the children's toy company. And people ask like a oh, scary thing. Fuck no. I won't no sir. No, 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 no. Wait, no, what? No. I'm talking about a Ouija board. Oh yeah. By Milton Bradley. The same people that bring you life and monopoly and all the other children's games. It's it's a game, man. It's not I wanna know who who fucking spelled the word Ouija? Uh the French. Really? I don't fucking know. I made that up. 
<laughs> you said it with confidence, and so we we want to believe you. Yeah, no, you actually like were like straight up the French. Oh, I mean, shit. I would assume it's, cool. it's the French. I would assume it's the French. It, it seems like a French spell. We because it says we. No, it like if you look at how it's spelled, it looks like a French spelt word. I mean, it could be. I feel like I've heard the explanation somewhere, but I just don't care to remember. Not quite doing it, I mean. What? I said not quite buying in, fry meme from Futurama. Like, um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm thinking French. You hold up a card that says I owe you <clears throat> instead of cash. There it was again. Mm-hmm. I'll turn my head, Miss Sasha. It went across so, his chase. It went across his chest this time. All right, new game. Every time you see Sasha, you drink. Oh, dude, I'm so down. If okay, if you see it, say <laughs> it because someone might miss it. So see just it, say it. Silently be like, "Hey, Sasha." Yeah, just now I'm just gonna look like I'm staring off screen at all times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just call out Sasha when you see her. Oh, man. Well, guys, welcome to uh, Movies, Brews, and Rants, and apparently Sasha. Um, no, it's uh, – we. I'm Tyler. Um, I have two different drinks today, actually. So the first one is Rogue. Um, you can't really see it that much, but it's right is there. That it's called – What the fuck? It's called Bat Squatch. Um, so I decided to try to be all edgy today. And I am dearly paying for it right now. Um, IPAs are not my friend. So, you know, I'm going to drink it. And once that's gone, I have another one that's called Just Rogue. And it looks like the skeletons from Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Oh, the fuck it does. That looks like some fucking cannibal shit. Right? So when I was walking through work today and I saw it, I was like, oh my God, that looks delicious. And it's mediocre. Anyways, uh, hey, Jeff. Hello. I am uh, back on with my Yingling Hershey's chocolate porter. I really want to try that. It's real good. You should. It's delicious. I want and it doesn't to. taste like pine needles and, and grapefruit. Uh, facts. Like Tyler's <laughs> facts on the Yingling Hershey's tasting fantastic, I and feel like this tasting like I ate a Christmas tree. I'm drinking Modelo <laughs> like gin. again. Okay, no. <laughs> so so white gin and a strawberita <sighs> is pretty fucking good. I feel like I introduced you to strawberries. You kind of. You didn't introduce me to them, but you made sure that if I needed to get fucked up quick, that that's what I went to. I'm a great influence. You're really not. So I'm drinking a Modelo again because we're gonna drink these until they're gone. That, that's Dylan talking, by the way. Uh-huh. Um, the um technical guy that hey he he did a great job last week. Uh, we had some issues with getting our um. Uh, who framed Roger Rabbit uh, uploaded. So he, he did a great job. We finally figured it out. Uh, it took a little bit longer than expected, but you know, it's out there. It's good. Go give us some love. 
uh, we definitely ranted a lot more than we re- than we reviewed. Um, also gave some great shout outs to uh, uh, Jeff. What's your beer company again? Oh no, I know this. Uh, fucking uh, daiquiri, daiquiri something, something daiquiri. No, not Jesus Juice. Uh, oh. His liquor liquor store. The, the, the liquor store you kept giving a shout-out to last time, Jeff. Oh, no, no. That wasn't a liquor store. Uh, that was where I'd purchased the Walk with Jesus. Last That's what week. I thought. That is oh. correct. <laughs> I was Not under a... the impression it was a liquor store the whole time. You were also drunk oh. as shit. There's that. Then um, we're moving on from there. Can, <laughs> I, well, again, can, can I just say real quick? I really appreciate you saying that for me, Sasha. Oh, I, no. I really appreciate right you saying that. You know, that really touched my soul. And, you know, I could tell it was really sincere. And that really that really made me feel something. I'm I think that's why Sasha. I think that's why Sasha made an appearance. Probably. Well, there we go. But, uh, again... Welcome to Movies, Brews, and Rants. Uh, we are three different generations of people who love movies. Uh, each podcast, we will choose a different movie uh, to go over and dissect, unless it's a movie series. Um, these are all our opinions. Take them as you wish. Uh, if not, suck it. Um, this week, uh, we are reviewing reviewing The Atom Project. Uh, it released March 11th, so, uh, what, two days ago at this time? Um, yeah. So, major spoiler it's, it's, warning. We are not yes. in the given period, but we're breaking rules. So, this is your warning right now. If you have not seen the movie and you want to see it and you don't want it spoiled, stop listening. Come back later. Because, Come back after you watched it. See if your thoughts edgy. fit ours, you know? But if you haven't That's, seen it and you want to see it, stop fucking listening to us because we're about to talk about the bitch. Or Continue. listen and get spoiled. Or that. If you don't care about spoilers, don't go to the movie. So yet. we Fuck got the movie. Uh, You're gonna listen to us first. So it's it's the 2022 The Adam Project, um, starring Ryan Reynolds, um, Mark Ruffalo. By the way, did not know he was in it I until I started actually watching the movie. That was fantastic. Um, then we got Jennifer Gardner. Um, we got some. Random kid, hey, Walter. That or random kid did a great fucking job, dude. That was Fantastic. Ryan Reynolds Jr. Yes. Ryan Reynolds Jr. Like they, I, I told you they casted him perfectly. Okay, dude, I saw a TikTok. Let's not, let's not forget that we're talking about a movie that has Deadpool, The Incredible Hulk, Gamora, and Electra. Exactly. Got right. Right. Okay. How? I saw a TikTok. Of that kid. It was Ryan Reynolds' TikTok and that kid. And apparently this kid has seen dead both Deadpools like a hundred times each. And he can he's got the lines memorized. And the whole opening scene to Deadpool 2 where he's just like, Hey, fuck you, Wolvie. I'm killing myself in this one too. Word for word, this kid just spits it out. And, that's fucking, that's and it's awesome. like, and, and it brought, it made me think of that when you <clears> said Ryan Reynolds Jr. because he delivered it the exact same way. He 
doesn't look a lot like Ryan Reynolds to me. No, no. His delivery was great. Uh, he had the same punchable face as referenced in the movie. Even <laughs> this is the kid. You can tell this kid. It's like he was that kid in your class. You know, umpteen billion years ago, or you know, right now, depending <laughs> on who's looking at this. Um, that is a smart ass, but you can't help but smile even when you're trying to punch him. Yep. <clears throat> I think it was his comedic timing. I think it was the way he yes. delivered things that made it like, hey, you, your dad might be Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't very overbearing either. No. I like he... how he like slowly worked into it. Mm-hmm. Like at, at the beginning, what, you first meet him – um, he's running down the hallway and he runs into the chick yes. and he stops and grabs the books <laughs> and he's like, oh, hey. Oh, he's, hey. She's like, no. Oh, okay, bye. No. <laughs> okay, bye. It just keeps on running. Oh. And hold on. The best, my favorite running joke, joke throughout the entire movie was, mm-hmm. shut up, Chuck. Shut up, Chuck. <laughs> and me and Jeff, we can tell you why <clears throat> that's so much funnier to us off camera okay but just no there's a whole other thing to that um oh, it's andrew you know what we're talking about a little shout out there yes um yes can i say one Facts. thing like my favorite thing that made me enjoy the movie so much more is that we didn't have to wait 30 45 minutes for it to be like oh hey now you know this guy's a time traveler it's like no 15 minutes in we're going straight into the fucking plot. We're going into the thick of it right now. And I love that. I hate the ones that drag it out for God knows how long they want to for no reason. When it's like, we know what the movie's about. Just fucking get there. A lot of times when you movies like that, they try to do a different t- twist or a different take. There is no reinvention of the wheel in this movie. Mm-hmm. It was time. There was nothing particularly earth shattering about the way they portrayed it. As far as it goes, it was just, you know, cut paste time travel movie. But what made this movie exceptional to me, a, it was beautiful. Every scene was was pretty. Yes. And the choreography, uh, when they, you know, because there is some heavy action in this one. Uh, this is not for kids 13 years of age and under, according to <laughs> rating gods for the most part. But there is some significant heavy action sequence there. Uh, some gun violence, stuff like that. But the action sequence is really good. And for me, I'm watching it from my perspective, which has it as I'm looking at this movie and I'm just thinking old school Amblin Entertainment. For those of you scratching your head or wondering what the hell, Amblin was the company that Steven Spielberg shot most of his movies under eons ago before they made DreamWorks. So I'm looking at E.T., Goonies, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, Disney-wise, Flight of the Navigator. So it pulls a lot of nostalgia for me, but then delivers on the promise of a modern film because of the action, the dialogue. And I'm not talking Kevin Williamson, ridiculous, philosophy-major, 14-year-old kid in high school dialogue. Some people, I've heard complaints like, oh, it's not very smart. It's pitch perfect for what the movie does. I enjoyed it. The action sequences were great. 
And any movie that has the national treasure of Jennifer Garner in it is a is a must watch for me. I might not like all the movies, but God love her for trying. <laughs> oh, that was also a plus as well. I haven't seen her in a movie in a while. And when I saw her, I was like, hmm, that brought up that brought up some memories of her because she is a gorgeous woman that I haven't seen in years. Well, she made a lot of movies that were was that Sasha? No, no, that, that was not Sasha. Oh. Okay. Just check it. He had to turn um, he had but, to turn off his um his hentai porn real quick. No, I'm actually looking up the cast for the movie. Fuck you. The uh, no, but the stuff that she's in, the uh, you know, Odd Life of Timothy Green, uh, Wonder, those are great movies. Um, and she is fantastic as an on-screen mom uh, at this stage in her career, and it was great. Uh, everyone in this movie was good. It had a little meteor role for Mark Ruffalo, and I was mm-hmm. pleasant. Surprised to see him in there. I know he's made movies since then, but I was just happy to see uh, 13 going on 30 back together, at least for a little bit. You know, so there's that for me. I I think another thing I really loved about this movie, and it kind of touches on what you said, it didn't take itself too serious. Like, I didn't feel like they were coming into this like, we're about to make a five-star film and we're going to win so many awards. You can tell that everybody in that cast legitimately had fun creating that movie. Yes. That, I think that's, that's a, that's a great point. Um, the interactions on screen with the people that were there, Catherine Kenner, Kenner didn't have a whole lot to do. She was a bit of a cartoon villain in this one. Yeah. But, you know, you don't need a multi-layer to every single character on the screen to make them more relatable. She's an abysmal person uh, that may have once attempted to be a decent folk, but she's not and never was. Um, Zoe Saldana was good in this movie, too. I feel uh, like she did it so good for what her role was. Like, it was... Absolutely. Yeah. It was she, she definitely made, it imp- she made it impression. For a role that could have, like... With the wrong performance, that's a role that could have just been swept under the rug so easily. So easily. But I feel she made you feel what they wanted you to feel from it. Absolutely. And I actually... Go ahead, Tyler. You haven't spoken much. No, 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 you haven't spoken much. Okay. All I was going to say is I didn't realize who... Like, I had recognized her, but most of her biggest movies, she's either green or blue. (laughs) So I didn't really recognize it at first, but there was one point where she is screaming at Ryan Reynolds. And I was like, wait, that's the chick from Avatar, <clears throat> which also means that that's Gamora. And then you know what? it I all clicked realized... at once. I forgot she was an Avatar. Right? Well, that's because Avatar has been so long. To what, 2009? So uh, we're looking at what? 2009, 12, 13 years. Like... 13 next, years. I think the next one's set for like 2026. Yeah, the funny part is it was supposed to be done in uh, like 2020 or 2018 or something like that. It was it, it the, every it was two years it gets pushed back two years and then it hits the circuits again. But we're not worried I, about hold Avatar. On, hold on, I can't gloss over this. I love it because every time we say something, Jeff goes, "No, no, 
He Jeff's gotten taken over by the lizard people. Dude, I, I, I it just it leaves a bad taste in my mouth just thinking about some of those films. I, this is not about a referendum on uh, Avatar as a ridiculous excuse for beauty. Uh, Avatar is a tech demo. And if they turn the sound off, I still wouldn't give a shit. <laughs> well, there's the end of that. Like, and obviously, I'm the minority on that. But you turn this, you literally mute the damn movie. It's just as good. Yeah, it's Visually, it is. It is. I was everything. Yeah, you are stealing the words out of my mouth. I was literally about to say it's just such a visually appealing movie. And let while we're hey. Segway, while we're talking about visually appealing movies, Adam Project. What? Uh, he yeah. So they, fucking good. They did a phenomenal job with that. I was so props to Netflix, man. Netflix has their shit yes. together. Um, they uh, Sasha. There, there's not many movies out there that they enjoy or that that they make bad. Does that make yeah. sense? No, no, I understand what you're saying. Um, because Netflix has made a ton of good movies here lately. Um, and what I love is like <laughs> we're getting a variety too. Like, yes, not to go too off topic, but did either of you see Hubie Halloween starring Adam Sandler? No, you did, Jeff. <laughs> it is, it is, it is, it is not a masterpiece of cinema but it is so fucking goofy that you can't help but love it unless you're jeff apparently no it's it's super goofy and it's just like i'm just watching it i'm just going man like they paid adam sounder how much money i mean the whole production of it and it's just the same squad of people again which I, I, it's endearing at some level that this man is a ride or die for his homies. Yeah. I mean, he casts the same folks in the same movie over and over, and he's been doing it for 30 years, and we don't give a shit. We will still watch it. And he tries to step out of his shell, and he does amazing things like Uncut Gems and Rain Over Me, and we don't give a shit. We want to see uh, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, uh, <laughs> That dude from the Waterboy. That's what we'll that and you know what? He finally said, Whatever. I'm gonna be slightly less of a jackass as a character in grown ups. Uh, and then perpetuates that, gets his homies in doing it. And you know what? That's the same thing that Ryan Reynolds is doing with yeah. maximum effort in his deal with mm-hmm. Netflix. He's getting people he like to hang out with, he's getting them a payday, he's going about his business. Uh Sean Levy. Uh, gets the call for Deadpool 3 off of them working together on this one. Obviously, he's a fan of the source material. Uh, like I said, and, and I'll be, I'm going to look forward to seeing what he's going to do with it. I also, I think uh, Red Notice is also on Netflix. And is yeah. Also yeah. yeah. A yes. Master. So, Ryan is snapping that. Is, is that, well, he also is that did, the one uh, with... He, uh... Gal Gadot and The Rock. Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I heard it's actually, I heard it's really good. I feel like Um, it would be that cast. um, uh, What was it? Uh, Underground Six. That was also very good. um, Netflix uh, is just fucking killing it. 
What's the Franco's brother's name? Um, uh, not James, but um, the less uh, he was in. Yes, the yes. less famous Franco. Who honestly, the, the, I, um, it sucks that he's less famous. Twenty One Jump Street, the uh, all the that movies where he's in Mark Ruffalo and uh, <laughs> the guy that's not Jesse Eisenberg, um, and that chick is married to Borat that didn't want to drown doing in the the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> um well he was also in uh now you see me with mark ruffalo as well oh yeah he wasn't now you see me yeah i don't i don't um something franco obviously it's fucking james franco's um, brother I'm, um, I'm i'm about to find out that uh, dude but, franco but no uh while we were dave franco dave franco yeah dave franco of yeah, some no. random ass generic name insert no. it and you probably got it um <clears throat> but yeah no that's one thing i do love is you're seeing ryan reynolds create this niche group of people that he really loves and it's i love it because you, you, you get it about every 10 years you know you have adam sandler who's sandler kevin james rob schneider chris rock david spade chris farley when he was still alive may he rest in peace and when, then, did, when did he die? Two thousand five. I was thinking two thousand five. Yeah. Um. Jeff. Hey, I have no idea. But I then, don't even know who Chris Farley is. I know who Chris Farley is. I look like Chris Farley, <laughs> but I, I don't sound like Tommy for like Tommy Boy and shit like that. That's not my cup of tea. I enjoy some comedy like that. Not so much. The only thing I enjoy Chris Farley as is. The, the, the Saturday Night Live skits that he did, the angry dude in a van down by the yes. river, and yes. when he was heartbroken for uh, when he was uh, trying out for Chippendales alongside Patrick Swayze. Well, <laughs> and if you, if you haven't seen that, give yourself a treat and watch that. <laughs> it's fantastic. But so when it comes to when it, when it comes to this movie, like like I said, like you know it was. It, it really it was nostalgia for me for the most part, and I understand that some people aren't going to have a sense of nostalgia with it. Don't let that dissuade you from watching this film. It's really good. Uh, it's an enjoyable movie. It's definitely a popcorn feature. It's something that you want to watch, and it's enjoyable. You don't have to pay attention to every little detail. They're not going to blow out the dialogue with this asinine faux science talking about uh, time travel and yada, yada, blah gives you just enough to keep you interested and to make you pay attention occasionally when they need you to. And then they go about their business providing you an exceptional film to watch. It has some good scenes in it that there's one in particular with Jennifer Garner in the bar with, uh, with, with Ryan Reynolds in the bartender. Yeah. Yeah. That is that scene. I there's not a mother on the planet that wouldn't want that to happen to them in their life. Not the right? part yeah. you have a dead husband and you're in a bar drinking alone to you know keep from going home for the moment, but in Can order we... to have some validation of what they're doing, I thought that was exceptionally insane. <clears throat> uh, Ryan Reynolds is his comedic time is what makes us love the guy. His willingness to throw himself into a role, but it seemed like in that one there was uh, he got to another level on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was. It was good for me to see that 
from him as a, as an actor, not that he gives a shit, uh, my, my opinion on it, but if you're seeing a depth of character for someone that you expect to be the smart ass, uh, then occasionally throw a heartfelt thing in there. He stayed with it. Um, for a lot longer than I've seen a lot of the other films from him. And right. I thought that was exciting. So it, it's funny that you say that. So at the beginning of the movie, I kept noticing tie-ins to other movies he's done. Uh, the very <laughs> first scene in the movie with um, he's in the plane, he's going into space and he starts to f- free fall for a second. The first thought that came in my head was the wonderfully fantastic Green Lantern movie um, when he is in the the airplane chase and crashes um, his, his fighter jet. <laughs> I've never <laughs> seen for Green Lantern. You, for those of you who aren't watching, uh, Jeff is violently shaking his head right now. Um, I'm pretty sure he just had a mini stroke. Um, but that as soon as the, the very first... Again, spoilers. Uh, very first scene of the movie, I was like, "Oh, this is Green Lantern two, uh, origin special, I guess." And then, but the next thing I see is him. He, I, I hold on. I even took this note down because I had to remember it. It was he. His character at the beginning looked like his character with the beard, hair, everything of his Amityville horror character. Yeah. I forgot the name. He looks Very exactly similar. like him with the personality of Van Wilder. That, holy shit, dude, that's pretty, pretty good. That, <laughs> that is, oh, holy sh- dude, you just took um, me for a fucking loop. Yeah. So that was the first thing that popped in my head. I was like, well, I feel okay. Like- he's bringing in three different things into once. So I'm getting a little bit of everything. He's giving me the. He, he's giving me each by he. A, a, like Jeff said, his acting was superb on this one. I loved it. First of all, who doesn't love Ryan Reynolds? We all love Ryan Reynolds. I, I love him. He's a national treasure. I love him. Sorry, Carly. He's, if he's if I get the chance, if I get the chance. Um. Anyways, but you know. It, it is what it is. It, his acting was extremely well done. Uh, and like you said, he took, he, he took it to another level that I haven't seen before. Um, I, I don't know. I, I haven't watched Red Notice yet. I heard it's a fantastic movie. I heard he does really well in it alongside The Rock and um, Gal Gadot. But, I mean, let's be honest, with The Rock's track record lately, how serious of a movie is he actually in? Most right. movies The Rock's in lately is a very jokey, playful. You can tell The um, Rock's having fun with the tone. movies he's making. Exactly, exactly, and it all started with Central Intelligence with uh, Kevin Kevin Hart. The one well, thing I can say, any movie that has uh, Green Lantern, Black Adam, and Wonder Woman, uh, uh, you know, sign me up. Even though you know individually, some of those <clears throat> movies and films have been less than desirable. Uh, sorry about that, Ryan, but hey, you made it back up. Um, no, you're, you're, you're Deadpool foot. now. Who cares? Exactly. I mean, he started out as uh, Hannibal from in uh, in Blade. Oh God. So, hey, Redemption. Can we can we also while we we're talking about it, Justin? If he ever for some reason decides to listen to us, 
can we bring up the 2003 Wolverine Origins? Uh, no, no, with... no. You've already martyred that particular version of Deadpool. Um, <laughs> physically, actually. Uh, in, in the, with the 45. You know, you know what, man? But without without the first couple of steps, you won't make it to the end. And I think if we had to suffer through those, and but I mean suffered, to get to the better stuff that he's done, and I'm not, he's not, hey, Deadpool was character that is, was what it was. Let's be honest. Deadpool as a character in pop culture exists for the sole reason of giving Ryan Reynolds you know, a venue. Yeah. He could have done it with any character at this point, but Deadpool's a you know great pick. Um, I love how and- adamant he was about Deadpool. What it took him fifty? He he kept pushing for like fifteen years or something ridiculous like that. What Deadpool what? came out? What sixteen? Like himself. I mean, first of all, it took him forever to get there. He had to you know he had to kiss a few toes. He had to kiss a few toes to get there, but that character. Resound, you know, was something that was that, that resounded with him, and something that he thought he could bring to screen. And I think we all love what he's done with it. Um, same, same thing, you know, when it comes to this movie, there was a lot of stuff in here that was very much an homage to Deadpool. I mean, superhero landing, maximum yeah. effort, like uh, you know, these things being said, uh, and that's just what we can expect at this point. That, but it was, it was really good. Okay. I, I, this movie, and even points not just in the bar scene when he was with Jennifer Garner, but um, again, spoiler alerts forthcoming. Uh, when he leaves his wife on the beach, yes, to, that that was hard to watch. And his, you know, like I said, you know, he's an actor. He's not just some dude playing somebody. Yes. Um, the the struggle the the hurt the 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 all the emotions uh the going on when he was getting into that that bronco to drive off man i mean he did a good job without saying a word and to me when an actor can emote to the level that makes you empathize with that character without any dialogue you're doing your you're doing your damn job and ryan really Van City Reynolds, he did this damn thing in this one, man. Uh, I enjoyed it. I'm, so I'm not saying it's like Academy Award winning. I'm telling you that he could get there eventually, just like Tom Hanks did. I'm not going to lie. That's, that scene of when he's yes. leaving his wife, I got choked up. Like, I <laughs> legitimately got – I was sitting in my car, and I got choked up watching that. But then while we're on the, the Deadpool topic still – it was. It really just said more to Ryan Reynolds' acting ability that going into it with you know the little jokes here and there, I was like, oh yeah, Deadpool vibes, and like, you know, going into it, it's like yeah, Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool, but halfway to the end of the movie, I'm like, no, he took you out. This of is it. Adam Reed. This is Ryan Reynolds playing Adam Reed. This is no longer. Oh, this is not Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool. This is Ryan Reynolds playing Adam Reed. And the, yeah, fact, he makes, that he, the yes. fact that you can do that because so many people <clears throat> get stuck in a character limbo and with and with Deadpool being as big as it is, it's 
I, I assume it's ten times harder to get yourself out of that. Where yes. and he he does it do like it it's just so it easy. <laughs> what well, it is easier to do that with your own production company. Uh, <laughs> True, but you still have to have the chops to do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean. Robert Downey Jr. is Tony Stark. Tony Stark is Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. But when in sh- when when he did the Sherlock movies with Guy Ritchie, he was oh, like, "Gosh, oh god!" Just like Tony Stark in Victorian England, and you exactly. know, there's one of my favorite. And he has he 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 has the acting ability to do so, but I haven't seen it uh, when it comes to stepping outside of those roles since then. No. And it's hard not to get typecast. Um, there's certain people that can't get, that are going to be typecast just because of, of their physical attributes. Yeah. I mean, you know, and it is what it is. That's, I mean, The Rock you know, plays the same the character in every movie. Yeah. The big, that, lovable, goofball, hard ass. Exactly. Yeah, but at the same time, it would damage his brand if he were uh, some child molesting pedophile serial killer <laughs> you know like so that's like i'm pretty okay hold on it's funny you say that it's like um zach efron he went yes. from growing up on he went from growing up on disney channel high school musical all that type of stuff and then uh recently a few years ago um recently a few years ago fucking idiot um he did uh like ted bundy yeah it was. It, I think it was like eighteen or nineteen. He did. 18 I watched 19, it. Yeah. First of all, his acting in that movie, phenomenal. Holy shit, um, scares the, you a little bit. Uh, it really does. They do. Uh, they show a bunch of uh, tapes of the actual te- of the actual true Ted Bundy, and he goes scene for scene, word for word, um, with exact like movements, everything on how the actual Ted Bundy. So he did his research. And um, ever since ever since then, he really hasn't gotten many acting uh, acting opportunities. Now, do I know if he was actually looking for looking for him right now? I don't know. But the fact that he went from oh, most girls my age, teenage heartthrob uh, Zac Efron from High School Musical to oh, <laughs> serial well, killer motherfucker. What do you got to think? It, was insane. Well, you got to think, too, is, like, I almost feel like he tried to keep that going with Baywatch. And then it was like, okay, I'm no longer the new That's kid. On, the I'm no longer there. the new kid on the block. Let's try something different. And I think now he's just trying to test his acting chops and see what he can do. And the thing is, like, he did phenomenal. He killed it. He did Dude, so he good. He killed it. So good. But then it's like, why did you do that good playing Ted Bundy? That's that's <laughs> scary. That. You can't do that, man. You can't say <laughs> this. You got, got Dick Conhos. You can't, you can't blame him for that. I mean, nobody thinks Jared Leto's out there dunking bitches in, in, into bats of acid because he plays the serious joker. Hey, you I'm know, not one to judge. But when it comes to... Uh, you know, pulling it back to the the movie we're actually talking about here. Oh yeah. Um, I think everybody. We're talking about it, a movie. Yeah, we are. Everybody okay. in it had a role, did well with it, uh, it, 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 except for Catherine Catherine Keener. And I know she can act. 
She has comedic timing. She's exceptional uh, range, and she's been in phenomenal films. But she doesn't have a lot to work with. But at the same time, sometimes you just need a villain to be a villain. Truthfully, I didn't know who she was. Um, first of all, uh, young Adam was uh, Walker Scobell. Never heard. I heard the name Scobell before. Okay, no, I don't. But think I don't so. think that was him. He's twelve. How, oh wait, yes, no, that is him. I was looking at the other kid. I was looking at the kid that was I've, beating him. No, up. I heard Scobell. I, I, I don't, I don't know. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I yeah, I'm, I'm looking at a Walker Scobell. I was looking at the other kid, I mean, the Braxton Bjorken. When it comes to Catherine, I mean, everyone's seen the four-year-old virgin. I haven't. Was she in? Was she in the four-year-old virgin? Yeah, she was. Sorry, like, I'm, hold on. I'm I'm looking her up. I don't. I I don't. Uh, Catherine Kerner. Keener. Kiner. Kiner. Keener. Keener. Trish. Keener. Oh, she she was Trish. No way. Um, if you're looking at that list, you guys will notice a film way down there. Um, she was in with Ben Stiller and Jason Patrick called Your Friends and Neighbors. That's a uh, uh, yes. good watch. Um, but that's not one you're going to want to watch with like your parents or your kids in the room. Uh, but it is a quite a good film. Dude. So... Hold on. We'll come back. Give me two seconds okay. uh, before I forget about this. She was in Incredibles 1 and 2. She played uh, Elastigirl. Evelyn. I took a shot in the dark. I don't even know who you guys are talking about. She, she played Evelyn. Anyways, go go back to what you're saying, Jeff. I'm sorry. Oh, she was in Bad Grandpa. Cool. Wait, the what cruise? was Elastigirl's real name? Was it Evelyn? No, no. that was the little short chick with the uh, no, the, the that was the same haircut. Keep mm. talking, I'm fact checking this shit. Yeah, well, Evelyn was the design, the costume. The I costume. yeah, that's what I'm No, about. that was Edna. That was Edna. Her name was Edna. Who are we talking about? The actress. What is the actress's name? Catherine Keener. Catherine Keener. Hold on. I'll find her eventually. It starts with a C on K, by the way. Evelyn. Okay. No. Because I'm looking at Edna. Oh, my gosh. That's not the same chick I was thinking of. Okay. Oh, hold on. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it showed boobies. I don't know why. There we go. Yeah, no, that's only a number two. That's only a number two. That's yep, not in the, that's not in the first two. Incredibles. That was my fault. That's the bad. That's the uh, the 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 bad chick in number two. If I'm not yep. if I'm not Ed, mistaken, right? Yep. Yep. The outfit designer. Her name is Edna. You're right. You're right. Don't same haircut. Look, my wife I'm, has. I'm the youngest one here. So See, this is that's who I was thinking of. Man. That's who I was originally thinking of. Yes, that is Edna. Side note: I gotta find this photo, but um, when we went to Disney World during Christmas, um, we they have a statue of Edna over there, like looking like this, As and I got a picture of Carly right next to it, and. They look alike, and it's 
hilarious. Are you saying that loud enough to where you're going to get hit? Oh, no. She pointed it out to begin with. Oh, okay. Then you're good. Yeah, and she's also asleep because um, it's, she's old. Yeah. The other thing I wanted to point out before I forgot. Or, you, you know how you were saying – you were talking about a certain movie, and you were saying, you know, don't watch this around your parents or it's going to be very awkward. Do you want to know where? Do you want to know where I was the first time I watched Wolf of Wall Street? On a um, fucking airplane. I would have loved to have guessed. I was in a middle seat of a fucking airplane on my way from South from Atlanta to Texas. I had a, a fucking sixty-year-old woman to my left, and then a fucking fifty-year-old guy to my right. That was awkward. I didn't. You got a fun. boner, didn't you? Oh fuck yeah! There were so many titties. <laughs> fuck. Did you did you start flirting with the grandma? No, I didn't take it that far. Hey, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, 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 okay. People may not like me after this, but it is what it is. Jeff, Jeff had to take a quick question for off. you. Jeff, good question for you. I asked Dylan this, this already. Do yeah, I you told him no. ever? Look at a older lady and wonder how hot she used to be back in the day. I can honestly say no. Thank you. Thank you. I don't. Uh, I don't. So they're trying to play like, oh, I bet she used to be like such and such and so and so. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, man. That's that, like, that's all I'm saying. You got, mm. Dylan, you're kind of face value and moving on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like, I, Tyler, just... I think you give them too much faith in your head, man. They're living <laughs> rent free on what you think they might have been like back in the day. Just. Just keep it moving. I'm, I'm curious though. I'm curious though. Why? Like, Dude, you, you, you never know. Why not? Years, literally seeing all women and disembodied heads, like from a professional level, literally just trying to take them at here up and keep and keep going. It's just why. Safer it's you, just safer. Do you want why? to know why it doesn't matter? Because Lewis Reed didn't accidentally invent time travel, so it doesn't. Who cares? See that perfect segue. Jesus Christ! I'm well, it's, gonna you do. ruin your you, you no 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 you ruin your segue when you say ho oh, ho look at that perfect segue bitch. I just want to make sure that, that you guys realize it that I meant to do it. Well, yeah, he's, no. He's I see. I like it better. And he's pulling it back. He just realized. And you know what the fucked up part is? I'm still the one doing that, and I'm the one who's drinking the most. Hey, don't forget to use your derma. Don't forget to use your derma roller tonight. Oh, we're gonna go there again. That's still so funny. I think we're all is coming in famously, man. Thank you, Jeff. (laughs) Piss! You guys don't want me to have the fucking handlebar mustache. Are you really trying to use the handlebar mustache as fucking collateral right now for Jeff to be mean to me? One hundred percent, yes. That doesn't. That doesn't affect my life at all. If you no, 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 no. that was a glorious mustache. 
And I have another friend that said he really liked it. Okay, that other friend secretly hates you. I'm already he, married, so he I don't give a crap. To, he wants you to fail in all things He's you do in life. Fight, man. Don't well, kind of like your chin neck goatee you got going on. Yeah, exactly. See, but the difference is um, we're real friends and we'll tell you it looks fucking stupid and don't fucking do it. Whereas, your goatee looks fucking stupid, don't do it. Thanks. I'll take that in consideration and say fuck you. Um, but what we're going to do with that is uh, I've seen, Jeff, what is my train shirt? of thought. Oh, that's uh, let's summon demons. We sell that. At oh, Twitter. there it is. No, it was all it was all uh, scrambled up, so I couldn't see. Well, it. see, I I saw it earlier. I just saw the let's summon, and I immediately knew what the entire fucking shirt was. That so my sounds worse scene, than it should. My favorite scene of the movie was actually I have two. Uh, visually, I love when the um. When Adam and the other guy, Chris, I can't remember his name. Christoph. Uh, they're going, Christoph, there we go. We're go. They're going straight at each other, and he's like, oh, they're like, you, you see the countdown of the uh, of the warm, wormhole generator bumping up, and then right at the last second, it shoots. I love how visually, the visualization of it, I love the aspect of it, uh, how it opens up, and he goes straight through it, and then, oh, you know. Oh shit! I missed them. Oh no! What did I do? That was probably visually wise. That was my favorite, favorite one. Visually was visually was favorite visual. Probably that first fight scene where Ryan Reynolds pulls out the. I, I mean, I guess we're calling it a lightsaber. It was never really called anything else. It was called a lightsaber. Yeah. In the movie. So, yeah, so we're just gonna call it a lightsaber when he so, pulls that on, out for the first on, time. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. I'm gonna finish knock this off. Knock off, knock off lightsaber. That's all. Okay. I don't, I don't want to get flagged. Knock off lightsaber. Knock off lightsaber. It's not actually a lightsaber. Um, wait, we can't get flagged. We're not the ones who came up with the fucking name. They said it, not us. We're quoting. Hey, we're we're quoting hey, right hey. now. We can't get in trouble for a quote. Hey, it's 2022. Handed me a lightsaber at the premiere of Clone Wars. Uh, George Lucas handed out lightsaber toys with a 501st when they showed the Clone Wars movie uh, in Las Vegas at Show West. Uh, so I can say lightsaber all I fucking want to because he gave me one. So there's that. Okay. Do you still have it? God, no. Give it to my kids to play with. What are you talking about? It was a toy. My kids wouldn't have fucking touched that shit. <laughs> Fuck no. That shit would be on the fucking fireplace. Yeah, right that now. shit would be fucking framed. In a fucking glass case and literally with the fucking uh um fucking uh label maker say you touch this, I will chop off a hand. Bro, it was literally like the plastic like you flick okay. it out and expand out. I get that. It doesn't matter. I get that. But instead of buying George, it from Walmart, fucking Lucas George gave fucking it to you. Lucas gave it to you. I don't care if it was worth ten dollars. George Lucas gave it to you. You know what? He touched it. It's now worth eleven dollars. He touched your stick, and he it was worth a lot. He touched the stick and gave it back to you. He made your saber grow. All I'm saying is I'm a trek over wars kind of guy. Look. <laughs> 
How the fuck did we get here? See, this is our problem. We forget how we get. Lightsaber. Lightsaber. Oh wait, yeah. Are you a real are you a real Trek fan? What's that? I didn't know how big of a Trek fan you were. Yeah, I. I don't know anything about Trek. I I like Trek over wars because they tell better stories. While the universe is more engaging for Star Wars and lore. I can see that. I can see that. Okay. But Well, hey, if they bring in all legends to Star Wars, then I think it's very compatible. The um the 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 fight with the grab wand or whatever they called it in there, uh the visuals of it and how they (laughs) use gravitational waves was spectacular. Yes, as that far is what as I was saying. Goes, not a lot of original shit going on in this movie. Don't need it. Except visually, that was fantastic. That was so was fucking good. Yes, good. yes. Because it was one of those things, like, because I remember when he first pulled it out, I was like, oh, this is something that's going to, like, shock people or something. Like, it's electrified. And then no. they disintegrate. And I'm like, oh, yeah. so that's what it fucking does. As well as, you know, hit it on the ground, boost yourself up to a ledge. Like, it's... it's hold on. Superhero no, no, landing. No, no. It was a fucking... Uh, what's, the, what's the fucking knife that has all the different tools on it? What am I thinking of? Uh, Swiss Army Knife. Swiss Army Knife. It is the Swiss Army Knife of fucking lightsabers. <laughs> no, but I, I love how the kid, like, he sees it, he's like, oh. This is my time to shine. Which yeah. <laughs> superhero lands. That that was that that and when we get back to it, that was my second favorite scene of the movie. It was a little uh callback to Deadpool, obviously, everybody knows. Um and I I just love how young Adam was able to portray that just like fucking Ryan Reynolds. And that goes back to you saying, oh, well, uh, which I didn't know of, he he fucking was all about fucking uh, uh, Deadpool, which is great. And another callback to Deadpool, a 100% Deadpool scene, was when, uh, what was it, uh, Adam, uh, old Adam, and uh, what did you say his name was? Christo, Christoph? Uh, um, Christos. Christos was uh, they were fighting hand to hand down there in in the basement, and he just fucking slides and grabs the nunchuck fucking lightsaber, uh, and just kind of stands up and goes, "Oops," and drops it. I'm like, "Oh shit!" Like that 100% Deadpool, uh, Deadpool-esque right there. Um, it, it worked. Like the choreography yes. that they had, it all worked. It worked well together. Like I said, this isn't going to light up any uh, stage when it comes to award season. But it didn't have to. It was super enjoyable. Uh, yes. Netflix can't be can't complain about uh, anything about this one um, as far as drawing eyes to the product. Sasha. You know, I saw the trailer in theaters, so they put a lot of money uh, getting this out there. Um. They had a full media blitz on XM Radio, on the stuff, and it it caught my attention and did what is an ad campaign is supposed to do. I'm like that's cool. Let's watch this. 
And yes, like I said, man, and the <clears throat> lovers of people entertainment uh, can love it. People that watched other stuff hoping to get some Amblin-esque energy from it um, years ago. I'm looking at you, Super 8. Uh, so bad. So bad. Um, but this one was enjoyable. Goonies, Back to the Future. You oh, know, fucking love the Goonies. That's one the, of my all-time favorites. All the good stuff wrapped into you know into one. I, I found it you know except exceptionally entertaining. Uh, I don't know as far as ratings go, how this so, is going to score for a lot of critics, but for me, um, hold on, hold I, on, no, 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 do uh, not jump the gun on my favorite segment. Real quick before we go into that segment, can I point out one thing? I'm going to take okay. I'm going to take something from Jeff's book here and I'm going to talk about the soundtrack. I feel what? like the score. Yes. It was great. I feel like the songs that were chosen were perfect and they not only were they perfect for what the movie was, the timing of when they introduced one, or you know, put a song in was just top tier. Like, I I don't know. I just, I had to point that out real quick because it, I realized, like, if it got to a point to where I was sitting there watching it thinking, wow, they did really good with the score of this movie, then it, I was very interested to see how you two thought. Because you two probably thought, see, had I, that thought way earlier. Actually, to be 100% honest with you, I was stuck in the visualizations of the actual movie itself, and the, the the score was lost to me. I honestly did not pay much attention at all to the score. It didn't catch my eye or ears. did not catch my ears uh, at, at all. Um, I don't know what it was. Maybe I was just too focused on the actual, like I said, visualization of the movie. But for me, I, the score didn't really matter to me. I am a hundred percent in Dylan's ballpark on this one. When it came to the movie itself, uh, "My Love" was a great song for that, and the the callback to it at the end of the feature even was awesome. And, and you know, his his dad had a very odd taste in music. Um, hey, so, physics teacher, very odd yeah. people. And, you know, even having, you know, with a quote that was originally uh, from the Romans uh, that was, it was, there was from, uh, there was from a, a, a pop, uh, you know, a group from like the fifties or whatever. And then for, for that song, you know, like that was dad's favorite song. Um, and for it to have such a good spot in the movie on two separate occasions, <clears throat> I, I thought that that choice was, was great because it definitely caught my attention and, and it did what, what, songs like that do it's, it's evocative of something and at the end of the movie it just made you think about the movie again as the credits are rolling even uh yes i don't watch credits on streaming movies who the hell does that shit i did until the song went off so i thought it was awesome i agree i agree and then i want to well, point out sorry i know i keep dragging this on um the but tyler i want to point out just touch on something that you said that you were so invested in the visuals that you paid no mind to the score. 
whereas we, you know, did pay attention to the score as well, and that just goes to show that this movie hits you on so many different mm-hmm. levels, and I feel yeah. like it's so hard to find something that you can get so lost that you were forgetting about all the other great things that are happening. Mm-hmm. And yes, no, I feel I like agree. I feel like there's nothing better I can say about this film than that. Well, that's perfect. That uh, brings us to um, Jeff's personal IMBD and tomato meter score. Uh, Jeff, what what do you, what do you rate uh, uh, Rotten Tomatoes? What, what do you think they, they came up with? Granted, it is also, what, a few days old. Yes, yeah, it's just a few days, so it might be a little wonky. All right, this is this movie is going to resonate with the audience a lot more than critics, but maybe mm-hmm. not as much as I think. I would go like eighty-ish, eighty, eighty to eighty-three. I don't. That's a small range. I, I'm gonna go eighty-one and a half. And then, is it audience score or it's made made a score? Uh, no, that's the uh, that's the audience score. Tomato meter okay. score will be like in the 65, maybe higher if people can get out of beds. Okay. I'll go at 81 and a half or 81% audience and then like a 60, 64, 65 for the jackasses that do this professionally. Dylan, you want you want to take a stab at the dark? I want to take a stab at this. I'm sh- I'm shooting a little higher than Jeff, so I'm gonna say that the audience score is gonna be somewhere between the 88 to 90 <clears throat> range. Okay. And then the critic score is gonna be somewhere between 80 and 82. Oh God. Okay. First of all. Rare, rarely any movies that the fucking critics give are fucking in the 80s. But it's um, that good. Like, for dude. you, yes. So, um, Rotten Tomatoes, 69% critics. Fucking 69 assholes. Jeff was right there. There. Um, and then again, for the audience score, Jeff almost nailed it, 80%. Oh, I, you know, I'm going to say <laughs> Jeff's cheating. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I'm completely kidding. He, looked, he knew the segment was coming. He looked it up. You know, it's fine. I... <laughs> I'm kidding. You know, I love you. Let's be honest. Let's actually be honest on that. Jeff likes this segment. He does. I do. I don't want to spoil myself. Jeff actually yeah. likes this. Thing. He does thoroughly enjoy this segment. To everyone, like that was a complete joke. This segment is a real thing. Um, I okay, secret time. Um, the last time we did this, I fucking cheated. I had it pulled up over here for Roger Rabbit, and then I I took I took it off like one percent. I took it off like one percent on each side, so it wasn't we're exact. We're not gonna gloss over this one. We're not glossing over this one. So we have an unreleased episode of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and with uh, Lee, uh, with Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt, um, also with Margaret Robbie, uh, Robbie, however the fuck you want to say it. 
Um, we went an hour and something minutes. An hour and 16 minutes. And this motherfucker, Dylan, didn't even fucking oh, wait, watch whoa, the movie. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're pointing that out? I thought we were going to say how. Oh, I put that out. Oh. No. no. Okay. This motherfucker okay. didn't even watch the movie. Wait, do I get time to defend myself? No. Okay, you know I'm gonna I'm gonna do it anyway. We are, okay, no, 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 shut. No, no, no. Hold on. We are a movie review. We are a movie review. I'm gonna defend uh, myself. Cool. Okay, after I finish this, we are a movie review podcast, not a review review podcast. Okay, I'm gonna defend myself now. Um, so when we went to when we chose this movie at that time, um, it was free on Hulu. So cool, you know, because we're cheap. We want to watch the free shit. And so, you know, that was the plan. I am a procrastinator, so I waited until the last minute to watch it. In that time, it was taking taken off of Hulu for free, and my only choice was to buy it for twelve ninety nine. I'm not fucking doing that. So, YouTube, I watched a review to do a review. And you know what? You're gonna watch the episode, and you're not even gonna fucking know. You wanna know why? And now I'm calling you out, bitch. Because <laughs> I was the only one who pointed out a single scene. I was the only one pointing out shit. We talked about that movie for fucking four minutes. And yeah, I was the, the only funny one part is the funny part is is because that was probably the only scene they pulled out in the movie review no, they you point... for our fucking movie review podcast. Anyways, all right, they Jeff, did the work. IMBD. What do you think the IMBD score was? IMDb is out of five or ten. Okay, uh, do ten. I get a turn? Oh, you bit. Okay. Yes. Seven, seven, five. Okay. Dill shithead. I'm not going to highball this one this time because I know the critics are <laughs> fucking stupid. Um, said... <laughs> yes, I said highball. Fuck you guys. I wasn't laughing at that, but that's okay. Oh. I'm going to give it, um, what did you say, Jeff? What? What did you say? What What rating did you give it? <laughs> it was very old, beautiful butthead. I just said, huh, you said balls. And that's it. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm talking, what rating did you give it? Oh, I said 7.5. 7.495. It's like the price of this motherfucker. Damn right. Damn right. Hey, hey, Dylan, the price is wrong, bitch. Um, it's six point nine. Oh, oh. six nine. Nice. Oh man. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, are there watching movies with what they in their head think is a critical eye, and it's easier to tear something down than to build it up. So I have to remember that going forward, uh, that they suck, and to, uh, you know, adjust accordingly. Rotten Tomatoes, the critics are what the critics are. They're looking at it with a different eye. The audience is what the audience is, and that's me. I enjoy this shit. So there's that. The way I so look at real it. Quick, uh, real quick, and then... Um... What do you think the budget of this movie was? <laughs> Whoa. 
I'm gonna say okay. I'll, if I'll let you think, Jeff. I'm gonna say with the cast alone, just be, just because of who was cast in it, you're not paying a little bit for Ryan Reynolds and Mark Ruffalo. No matter how, like even though Mark Ruffalo was only in maybe 25, 30 percent of the movie, he's getting a paycheck. Um, oh well, yeah, Ryan's got his cut from the from the deal with Netflix, man. True. I'm gonna say 180 million. God no, I'm. It's less than a hundred. It's south of a hundred mil. I know it has to be. Uh, they shot everything on three stages, um, in that movie. Uh, oh, that changes things. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to count in my head on 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 their location shoots. Uh, the effects were exceptional, but you sparingly. I go seventy five. Final answers. Yeah, I'm good. Jeff, you were hundred million dollars off. What? So I was five million off. Hundred, a hundred and seventy-five million dollars. Oh. Uh, fucking hell, that shit. A hundred and seventy-five million dollars. Dude. With that, I feel like everything should have been about tenfold. Um, I, I feel like visual effects and everything should have been a I, lot more. I now they like were fantastic. Perfect. I loved them, but I feel like they probably probably could have done a little bit more. Okay, do you want to know why I think that that budget fits? Because the visual effects. Stuck. Because you guessed 180, and I was very close to what you guessed. Yes, also He's that. Perfect. But you, I have to. It makes me. Hey, can you quit spitting into the microphone? Sorry, I'll mute my mic. Um, I have. (laughs) God bless you guys are just assholes to each other. It is ridiculous. Yeah, I fucking hate Um, this guy. I don't actually like him. I really hate him. (laughs) With with the passion. Fuck, I can taste something. Even though we talk to each other for three hours a day every day. Continuously. It's like watching Adam and Adam here, guys. You know, yeah. the, 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 the hatred of vitriol. Can I point that I, out I real quick? Think... Me and, okay, I just want to point it out. Me and Tyler do not actually hate each other. We are actually, we are actually very good friends. It's just we are at the point of friendship of where all you do is shit on each other relentlessly. It's a brotherhood, really. He's the older brother I Pretty never much. wanted. I've said it before. I'll say it a thousand times. And Jeff's our dad. It's okay. Pretty much. <laughs> Side note, Jeff, I really like the uh, citrus tropical one better than I did the other one. That's the I alcohol. don't know why. Taste that's, buds. Yeah, that's the again. I've talking. been drinking. I've been drinking since I got off, so that was two thirty. So that's yeah. All right, Tyler, I'm going to ask oh. you, because I feel like I'm the one who asks this question often. How many drinks did it take you to get through this movie? Goose egg, bro. Uh, zero. Um, it didn't take me any drinks at all to get through this movie. Um, I was constantly wondering what was going to happen next. Uh, it, it had me from scene one, like I said, from when uh, it looked was a sh- straight out of the fucking Green Lantern textbook right there. But it had me. And he he starts to go up, lose everything. Oh, fucking warm wormhole. 
room and that fucking had me wondering what was going to happen um <clears throat> obviously there was a little foreshadowing happening uh when you when they talked about oh my dad died a year ago blah 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 and then he was like oh my dad died 31 years ago what however long ago it was uh for the older adam um you could tell that they would that they were going to go back in time and and meet their dad so i was looking forward to seeing who their dad was what kind of person their dad was um being mark ruffalo that was a bonus i enjoyed it that was great um but thoroughly i truly enjoyed this movie um like jeff said is this oscar award winning acting no it's not but is this a truly enjoyable movie that you can sit down with your family eight and up? Um, because there's some points that, you know, you don't need younger kids to, you know, to, to view. Um, as, again, spoiler alert, uh, he meets his wife and figure out, figure out where uh, Laura is staying uh, at a nice... Can we talk about that cabin? is super nice. Um <clears throat> that they start kissing and making out and young adam's like hey guys i'm gonna go take a walk he knew they were about to get it on but you know what i'll take my young young, uh, ears and eyes away from here for on a a walk which is yes exactly (laughs) i was also zero drinks into watching this one man it was something that held my attention the whole time you know um the only thing I had to do, I was watching after being at work for 12 hours. You know, I had to untuck the blanket a little bit towards the end uh, to keep from falling asleep through it. Other than that, oh, that's not know, what I was thinking. What about yeah. you, Dill? Yeah, no, I'm also zero drinks. Um, you guys basically touched on it. It kept my attention the entire time. <clears throat> There was never a point where I was like, okay, this is dragging on a bit longer than it should. It was very straight to the point, this is what we're doing, this is where we're going. And there was never a time where I was just like, this is stupid. Why are we doing this? That's, you know, that's true. Again, frazzled by the budget. But, you know, at the same time, I've been so used to thinking about budgets for movies 30 plus years ago from what we've been doing. <laughs> Just getting my mind wrapped around today's dollars. Uh, you know, oof, bad financing on my part. But for the movie, <clears throat> if you haven't watched it, it's it's worth your, your time, regardless of age group. Uh, I found it really enjoyable. And I uh, hope you guys did too. No, I I certainly did. Um, well, I think that's us wrapping up here at the end. Uh, quick question, guys. What do y'all want to do next week? All right, no. Yeah, yeah. What do y'all want to do next week? Uh, we got the choice. We got Red Notice or Jungle Cruise. Or, or a new Hulu movie called Fresh with Sebastian Stan. Okay, can I add a fourth option to that? Sure. We have all those options, or if all of those just sound fucking awful to you, 
tweet us leave a comment what do you want to see next let us know and that'll be our first fan driven podcast you guys tell us what you want to see and we'll do it this is a perfect fourth idea i love it uh jeff you have anything extra you want to say good night yes no maybe so I think I think we're good. All right. We're good? I think good? So. All right, sweet. Well, if you enjoyed this podcast, look out for more wherever you get your podcast. Please leave us a review on how much you loved it or hate it. But even if you hate it, give us five stars because, you know, thanks. Um, we are on iTunes. We're on Spotify. We're working on getting on Stitcher and also Google uh, Podcast right now. Uh, it's going to take us a, a few minutes, but we're definitely working on that right now. Um, subscribe to get, us, to get our notifications. Follow us on, t- on Twitter at uh, capital M, capital B, capital R pod, uh, at MBR pod, obviously. Uh, if you have any recommendations, uh, like we just said, message us. Uh, we'll work on that. We'll do what we can. Um, we will be glad to accommodate and, and go for everybody. Um, no copyright infringement is intended. These are the opinions of three guys who love to, who love movies and drinks and just having fun. Um, I'm drunk. Uh, Dylan, you're almost there. I'm or really if good. you are, oh, Dylan's feeling good. Jeff, he's just glad not to be working right now. <laughs> He, he had his fill for last week. Uh, but, you know, right there, that we're going to go ahead and sign off. Again, I'm Tyler. Uh, we um, got Dills over there being all technical. That's me. And I'm Jeff. And then Jeff. Good old Jeff. All right, y'all take it easy.